Wherever you are this morning, I want you to just lift up your voice and begin to bless the name of the Lord. And just begin to pray in the spirit this morning. I hope you're praying this morning. Yes, Lord, send us a river this morning, O God. Send down your river this morning, O God. Send us your river this morning, O God. Yes, Lord, we are here to be washed by you this morning. We are here, oh God, to be filled by you this morning. We are I hear, oh God, to be delivered by you this morning. Oh Lord, our God, we ask that you will have your way in us. We ask almighty father that you will do your work in us. We ask almighty father that you will indeed open our eyes once again this morning. Father, we pray, oh God, that you will take off 
another layer this morning, oh God, as we gather, Lord, to hear your word, as we gather, Lord, to pray, as we gather, Lord, to fellowship. Oh, Lord, we ask that you will take pleasure, oh God. You will take pleasure, oh God, and release your blessings upon us, oh God. And release your fragrance upon us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And release your presence over us, oh God. And release your river over us. And release your life, your very essence, oh God, over us. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, this is the day of deliverance, oh God. This is the day you have made. And indeed, we will rejoice and be glad. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. Father, we are coming to draw strength from you this morning. We have come to draw strength from you this morning. We've come to draw strength from your throne this morning. Lord, strength, Lord, to arise. Strength, oh God, to take on the land. Strength, oh God, to believe the things that you have called us into, Father. We have come to draw strength, oh God. Strength that does not lead to toil or turmoil, oh God, but strength that leads to joy and rejoicing. Sweet Spirit of the Living God, we invite you into every crevice of our lives, of our families, of everything that concerns us, of our households, of our businesses, of our communities. Come and sweep through, come and cleanse, come and wash, come and consecrate. Father, we pray, Lord, that by the time we are done this morning, Lord, there will be light. You will cause light to emerge from us. You will cause us to be the light, O oh God, because we are connected to you, because we are keeping our eyes fixed on you, our Lord and our King. You will cause light to infiltrate us, O oh God. You will cause light to do its therapy, to do its work in us. In the name of Jesus, anything that remains, Lord, to encounter your light, my Father. Oh, by the lens of your spirit, you will fish it out and you will find it out in the name of Jesus. This is our desire, O oh God. This is our desire, O oh God, that you will flood us with your light. You will fill us with your light. You will deliver us by your light, Lord, in the name of Jesus. You will liberate us by your light, Lord. We can never have too much light. Our Lord and our King, we pray that even as you cause your light to shine, Lord, from the rock, as you cause your light, Lord, to shine from your word, Lord, we will not run away from it. We will not look away from it, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we will look 
and we will behold you, Lord, with boldness. We will behold you and gaze upon you with love and reverence, my Father, because that is the way that we can receive, Lord. We will behold you, Lord, even by faith, my God, in the name of Jesus. Today, Lord, nothing escapes from our life. Nothing escapes from your hands, from your dealings, oh God. Everything that needs to be done, every work that needs to be completed, or any process that needs to begin, our Lord and our God, it will not escape the lens of your spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh Lord, we ask that you will come and have your way. It is always our desire that you come and take pleasure, Lord, in our gathering, in our assembly, in our meetings, in, in our speakings, in all that we do, in our fasting, in our praying. It is an attempt, Lord, to connect with you. We pray, Lord, that you will meet with us this morning by your mercy, Lord, and by your love and by your grace. You will meet with us, oh God, and you will release every good and perfect gift over us this morning in the name of Jesus. All that we need for the day, all that we need for the day, every benefit that must be allocated to us this morning, Lord, we receive it, Lord. We take possession of it, my God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, I pray right now that you would even begin to cause the blessings, oh God, that you have apportioned, that you have portioned for the day, Lord, to be released over each and every person on this call right now. In the name of Jesus, some may be wondering where they are going to get the next meal. Some may be wondering where they are going to get the next idea. Some may be wondering how they would even put the next foot in front of the other. My Lord and my God, I pray, Lord, that you will cause hope, Lord, to stir up in us once again. Father, you would restore our hope, Lord, in the name of Jesus. My Lord and my King, I pray, Lord, that heaven will let down its ladder and cause the supplies of the storehouses, Lord, to be released unto us in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Father, we receive just begin to receive, just begin to receive by faith. Ask the Lord to open your eyes so that you can see and begin to re receive that which he reveals to you. Oh, there are some that may have been going through some kind of block in their career. They've not been able to navigate. They've not been able to decipher whether to go left or to go right. But this morning as we speak these words, as we make these prayers, the light of God that comes from his mountain, that comes out of Zion, that comes from his holy place, that comes from his throne room, it meets you this morning in the name of Jesus. Father, we position our minds, oh God, into direct contact with your light this morning in the name of Jesus. To pay the fees for their children, my Lord and my God, you add up to the to the to the to the widow, oh God, you are the father, the fatherless, oh God, Father, you are the lover of our soul, Lord, you provide us with everything that we have, and our God, we pray. Provision in the name of Jesus, as we look to you, God, 
Daba, because you are our helper and the lifter up of our heads. Oh, Barre, Brodusa, Kere, Bazande, Kiadosa, anything that causes shame, oh God, anything that causes our heads to hang down, oh God, in shame, oh God, Father, in self pity or anything, Lord, that does not glorify your name or glorify your place in our lives, oh God. Father, this morning we come against it in the name of Jesus, whatever it may be that is causing a lack or a want, oh God. Father, you said that we will not lack any good thing as we wait on you, oh God. Yes, Lord, cause your favor to cause doors to open for us this morning in the name of Jesus. Father, your people will receive phone calls and emails, Lord, of favor this morning in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you even for that person that is trying to buy that property and it seems like it is way outside of their budget. My Lord and my King, I thank you because you are making an exception for them, Lord. They are going to get a discount that they never ever imagined in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, this morning I just see landed properties and I see deeds that are being signed and I see um, 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 agreements that are being written in the favor of God's children this morning and whoever you are, whether that if that pertains to you or a family member, I want you to receive it right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, you are causing us to possess the land, not just the physical land, oh God, even spiritually, my God. For that person that is relocating and wondering what it's going to look like, the Lord is saying, fear not, I will be with you. As you step into that land, he is giving you power, he's giving you authority, he's giving you courage and boldness to to possess the land in the name of Jesus. Nakerebo sun takare bazat ne brodusa kira bazande kadusa kerebo suna makaya de sande brodusuna ba. Father, this morning, yes, we receive deliverance, oh God, from strongholds, deliverance from sickness and diseases, oh God. If there's anyone that's sick in their body, I want you to touch that part of your body this morning. Just touch that part of your body this morning and declare that you are healed. For the Lord is saying that He is sending deliverance out of His holy hill this morning and he is causing there to be deliverance in Zion in the name of Jesus yes because we are gathered onto Mount Zion the city of the living God oh father by the blood of Jesus we just lay hold on our testimony this morning in the name of Jesus we lay hold Lord on divine supply of strength of good health Lord in the mighty name of Jesus for that person that has been bedridden the Lord is saying that he's strengthening your feeble knees, literally, that you will be able to arise again and walk in the mighty name of Jesus. We speak to every kind of sickness, whether it be terminal or not, any bone disease. This morning, there is a replacement that is happening because the storehouses of heaven are open. You see the thing about the storehouses of heaven, it's not just food or drink or money. Even extra parts, body parts are there waiting to be replaced for the ones that are worn out and fatigued. And Right now, this morning, Lord, we even just receive that 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 supply, oh God, in the name of Jesus. If there's any part of the body that may have been declared dead or not functional, or they have said that there is a cancer that is eating it right now, in the name of Jesus, we receive new cells, we receive new body parts, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because you are opening the doors to creative miracles this morning in the mighty name of Jesus, because your presence is here with us, Lord. By faith, we receive 
receive it. Kade basane kira bosondo produsa kere bazataya. E kadi brodo suda bande kira bazante kira bosunda bradede bosu kade. Rada do sondo brokuna mande kia do shande krando suna makare bazekere bosuna kaya. Yes, Almighty God, we receive everything that you have for us. Everything you have said, oh God, your word can never return to you void, Lord. You watch over it to confirm it, Father, to perform it, oh God. Father, we thank you because there will be a performance of these things. There is no doubt, no shadow of doubt, no shadow of doubt in any way shape or form, Lord, that will steal, Lord, the harvest of the seeds, Lord, that this word has released over our lives in the name of Jesus. For some, it may be instant miracles. For some, it may take some walking out, but the Lord is saying it is done. And let it be unto you according to your faith. Father, this morning, as we have heard these words, Lord, thank you for causing faith to rise up in us again. We will not forget, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Our faith will not perish, O God. Our faith will not diminish, oh God. Doubt will not cloud the eyes of our faith, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, King of glory. We give you praise for all you have done this morning. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Um, welcome to day 13 of prayer reign. Um, we thank God for keeping us and um, for everything he's been doing in the past 12 days. And by the grace of God, we are on day 13 today. Um, God has been taking us on a journey, um, speaking to us about power. And um, we know how we started out looking at the different kinds of power. And, you know, this week we're looking inward. Um, and I love how the word of God is complete, you know, um, it doesn't just uh, let you focus on one part without focusing on the other. The word of God does a complete and a total work in us and a complete and it goes takes, takes us through a total process in the spirit. And I believe that is what God has done and is doing for us. It's taking us through the complete process, through the complete process. Yesterday on the call, um, one of the things that I mentioned was that these last three days, we have to be very intentional about them, you know, so you really want to steward your time, um, the time that you spend in the word, the time that you spend in prayer, the time that you spend, you know, um, how you even go to sleep, because this morning we're going to be talking about gates or rather praying along the lines of gates. So when you talk about gates, you know, um, you have to be very intentional about how you prepare yourself to receive from God. So what's the last thing you do at night before you go to bed? What's the first thing you do in the morning when you wake up? How do you position yourself to even receive encounters, um, dreams, you know, visions and all of those things? Very important. The Lord is asking us, um, among other things, to guard the gates of our lives and guard the gates of our hearts. I pray that the Lord will give us understanding in the name of Jesus. Amen. So yesterday, I don't know if I mentioned it, but I'll just quickly um, recap. We talked about um, the blessing and how the blessing strengthens you and equips you to build. And we ended yesterday's session looking at Jesus Christ, who was the master builder. He is the master builder. Um, and of all professions he could choose when he came to the earth, um, he chose to be identified as a carpenter. And, you know, a carpenter works with wood. And the thing about wood is that wood can be used for a lot of things. You can use wood to create pretty much, you know, any and everything, um, whether it's paper, whether it's utensils, 
whether it's toys, you know, um, all kinds of things, you know. Um, and another thing I didn't mention about, or I don't know if I mentioned about the carpenter, um, apart from the fact that he's a craftsman or a workman, um, the words or the definitions that were associated with carpenter, the root word of carpenter, are um, the art of poetry or maker of songs, um, a planner, a contriver, or a plotter and an author. So it just pretty much gives you a full scope of, you know, how God sees the things that he places in your heart and why you should really not despise the seeds that he has given you, um, the seeds of greatness, the seed of um, nobility, you know, because within it is the skill and the ability to craft, whether it's for the marketplace or whether it's to craft for ministry or any kind of skilled work, you know, so laying emphasis on whether it's poetry, songs, planning, contriving, plotting, or writing, any kind of vocation. So whether you're a blogger, whether you're a musician, whether you're a pattern maker, whether you're a fashion designer, anything that you are doing, as long as it carries the seed of nobility in it. And because you are born of the spirit, you have that seed in Christ Jesus. So as long as you carry that seed, as long as you have his DNA, you know, there's no limits to what God can do through your life. There's no limits to it. So um, I pray that the Lord will um, cause us to believe him because many times what stands in the way is not our abilities, is us even believing the words that we hear or believing the power of God is potent enough to do these matters. Things, you know, so I pray that for anyone who may have lost faith or anyone who may um, have had doubts sneak up on them in one way or another, it's by an experience or by any reason, I pray that the Lord will cause your belief to arise again in this time and in this season, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So um, let's just go quickly to our scripture. Oh, and then today we have the prayer marathon. So the prayer marathon picks up immediately after this call is done. And we're going to be praying until tomorrow morning um, into prayer rain. And then tomorrow morning is the last day of prayer rain. So stay with us on the call. If you have to go to work and you have to come back at another time, you'll always find someone on the call every hour praying. So I encourage us all to join and we are fasting. We're fasting today and we're fasting tomorrow. People usually ask us, Saturday is the last day and we have the last prayers. They say, oh, is this the last day of the prayers? Is this the last day of fasting? You fast until 6 p.m. and then you break your fast is what is, you know, the ideal thing to do. So um, we are fasting. So um, I'll just open to Psalm 24, where we read from yesterday, and I'll take it from there. Holy Spirit, have your way and... um, brood over these words that are released in the name of Jesus as we stay in your word Lord open our eyes to see instruct us by your counsel and release the strength and the might for us to do your will in the name of Jesus amen so um Psalm 24 are you guys still with me Yes, ma'am. We're still here. Yes. Thank you. you. (laughs) Okay, so Psalm 24 says, um, the earth is the Lord's 
and the fullness of it. I'm reading from the Amplified. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness of it, the world and those who dwell in it. Um, for he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the streams and the rivers, who may ascend unto the mountain of the Lord and who may stand in his holy place. He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted his soul to what is false, nor has sworn oaths deceitfully, he shall receive a blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Verse 6. This is the generation of those who diligently seek him and require him as their greatest need, who seek his face, even as did Jacob. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates, and lift them up, ancient doors, who is he then the king of glory, the Lord of hosts? He is the king of glory who rules over all creation and his heavenly and his heavenly armies. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. So um, yesterday we started looking at, um, we were looking at, like I said, we we're looking at the blessing and we ended with um, um your ability to build um what determines your what determines your strength or what is a show of the strength of a warrior is his ability to go to war and go to fight you know go to battle and that scripture that tells us the lord has you know, he has um, caused our hands to war and our fingers to fight it shows that god is very concerned about the things that come out of us the things that we make of our lives from our hands, you know. Um, so um, we covered that yesterday, but today we're looking at gates, you know. After it talks about the generation of Jacob, uh, it describes that generation, the ones that have access into the mountain of God. Um, it then says, um, lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors. That means it is now asking for access into the, into, the, the higher places, right? It is, it is demanding for access. And the, the, the question that is asked is who is the king of glory? Because it says, lift up your heads gates and be lifted up ancient doors that the king of glory may come in. So it now says, who is the king of glory? It says the Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. And it says it again, lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors. It's interesting because that same scripture that talks about Peter and says that upon my upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. So we see gates are being mentioned again. You know, So what is it about gates? In January, P.I., taught about gates um, and doors in January prayer. And you can find it on YouTube and Spotify. Um, just go to the channel and search um, prayer in January gates and doors and you'll see it. We also sent out a PDF document um, that PI, you know, like an ebook of gates and doors that she did, very informative. Um, so what are gates and doors? Basically, gates speak of entrances and entry points into a place, into a city, or as a human being into your life. You know, and when we talk about guarding your gates, what we're saying is be conscious of the things or be intentional about the things or be, or 
scrutinize the things that you allow into your life. Sorry, someone's mic is on. Please, can you help me mute it? Thank you. Um, so you need to be very conscious about the things that you let that you let into your life um, because gates are an access or an entry point. There are different types of gates. There are physical gates and, for, and there are spiritual gates. And for every physical gate is a corresponding spiritual gate. Um, and I would say that physical gates may only grant you access after the spiritual gates have already uh, have been lifted up for you. So if you even take it into context of your, of your life as a person, your body will only permit the things that your soul and your spirit have accepted. Think about it. Before you go to your fridge to go and eat that suya the day you are fasting, you know that you've meditated on it. You've told yourself that, ah, it's not that bad. Jesus has already died for me. I can eat this suya. Let me just be going. You have already resolved it in your heart that that's what you want to do. Then you carry your two legs and you start going. So your mind, the spirit informs the physical. <laughs> Honestly, it's true. The spirit is what informs the physical um, of the things that should be accepted. So even like the kind of conversations that you have, uh, just anything, think about it. It's something that has already, it's a conversation conversation that has first happened in your mind before you pick up your phone to call somebody or discuss something you've thought about it you've um analyzed it in your mind you've you know come to the conclusion of a matter before you now go and start talking about it so that's the thing physical gates and spiritual gates remember as a man thinks in his heart so is he and the other day on the call i was saying is we we need to be very careful about the things that we look at, guarding your gates. When you behold something, that is how you become it. The more we, and that's how we are transformed. Because when Jesus came, he was saying, change your mind, change your mind, metanoia, metanoia. How you try, how you change, how you transform is by beholding you, um, the word of God. We are, re our minds are renewed by staying in the word of God. The more you stay in the word, the more you stay in the word, before you know it, it becomes like a glass. You begin to see yourself through the lens of scripture. You begin to see yourself as the scripture says that you are. So as a man thinks in his heart, so is he very, very, um, um, that's one scripture that, you know, we must always keep in mind. So this morning, I want us to begin by praying for ourselves and just pleading the blood of Jesus over the gates of our lives. Because you see, there are certain things. In fact, yesterday I got a phone call. I was talking with a friend of mine, you know, and um, last week or just a couple of days ago, I had a meltdown and she's one of the very few people that I would call. And I called her and I was telling her, you know, I was just speaking with her and all. And she was such a source of strength for me and, and encouragement, you know, and this is less than a week later. We were chatting about something else. And then she called, she called me and she said, this is what's happening, such, such, and such. And I was like, okay, did anything happen that led to this? And she said, no, I was trying to do, I wanted us to do a soul audit, but the more we were thinking about it, the more we realized that uh, there was actually nothing that happened. And immediately the scripture that God gave me um, when she was speaking to me is that in Psalm 91 that talks about um, the terror of night or the arrow that flies by day and the pestilence that stalks in darkness and the destruction that lays waste at noon, you know? So all of these things, sometimes it may not even be anything that you did, but just because you are you are there or you are, you are present in life generally, there are arrows, there are certain arrows or certain destructions 
that are just looking for who to hit, you know? And I saw that one as one of those hits, one of those hits that just come at you and you're like, I wasn't doing anything wrong. You know, I, I, I wasn't walking astray. I wasn't trespassing nothing. So how do you counter those things? It is by staying in the presence of God, one, and two, by using the weapon of the blood of Jesus. Because you remember in scripture, when um, Moses came to deliver the children of Israel from Egypt, the instruction he gave them of the night on the Passover is that they should kill, they should slaughter the lamb and take the blood and put it on their doorpost. And when the angel of death is passing by, he will see the doorpost, he will see the blood and he will pass over. So the blood of Jesus speaks for you, even in the times where your actions or your reactions actions or your decisions cannot speak for you. I want us to pray this morning and just say, Father, I invite your blood to come and be a weapon for my life, for my soul. I protect, Lord, um, the, the doors and the gates of my life, Father, by the blood of Jesus. I declare, Father, that as the blood has caused me to be free, Lord, no weapon that is formed against my mind, no weapon that is formed against my life, no weapon that is fashioned against me, oh God, that has been positioned at any gate, Lord, it will not have access into my life in the name of Jesus. Pray over yourself this morning. Pray over your children this morning. Pray over your families this morning. Pray over your businesses this morning. Plead the blood of Jesus. Declare that the blood of Jesus will speak for you. And engage the blood this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, we, re we plead the blood of Jesus this morning. We plead the blood of Jesus this morning. Oh, our Lord and our God, we ask the blood to go to war for us, Lord, in the name of Jesus, in the areas and the places, Lord, that our words cannot get to, that our thoughts cannot get to, oh God. Father, let the blood of Jesus cleanse our lives, oh God. Let it protect us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Remember, we said, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Now invite the blood to purge you of every unholy thought, of any thoughts that does not glorify God. I hope you're praying wherever you are this morning. Pray that the blood will purge you and cleanse you of any kind of iniquity this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, thoughts of iniquity, thoughts of death, thoughts that do not glorify the name of God, thoughts that are seeds that may have been sown by the wrong associations, the wrong conversations, or anything that you may not even be aware of, whatever thoughts may have snuck up into the garden of your heart, of your soul, and of your life. By the blood of Jesus this morning, we break free from those shackles in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I commit my thoughts into your Father, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for this. Your <laughs> 
We're still praying over our minds and over our thoughts. The reason why I couldn't what we're doing this morning really is we're praying. You know, um, I would advise everyone to, like I said, go and watch the teaching on gates and doors. Very important. You begin to see how different things can open up doors in your life. Conversations, gifts, relationships, associations, you know, um, all kinds of things that can open doors in your life, that can give, that can cause access into your life for, for anything. So we must always be guarded. But this morning, um, I want us to um, declare together and make this confession. If you want to make this confession, Make this confession and say, Lord, I make a covenant with the gates of my life this morning that no unclean thing will be granted in, in access into my life. You see, Job said in the book of Job, I believe it's 31, he said, um, I have made a covenant with my eyes that I will not behold a maiden lustfully. So he made a covenant with his eyes. It is a very deliberate thing. He said, so that I will not look upon a person lustfully. It may not be a maiden for you. It may be any other thing. But this morning, as you make that prayer, what now happens is because by reason of this covenant that you've made with God, he will honor his own side of the covenant and he will ensure that you are led to know the things that you should stay away from. There are certain things I cannot even look at. Honestly, I'm scrolling through my phone and seeing pictures and I, the Holy Spirit is just like, keep scrolling. Don't even try to hear what they're saying in this. Like, it's like, don't even give, because your mind is not a dumping ground. That was one of the things that the Lord made very clear to me. There was a certain time that I just, you know, I would just casually watch things on social media a while ago, watch things on social media and I'll just be like, oh, there's no big deal, you know. And then one day I heard the Holy Spirit say to me, is your mind a dumping ground? Your mind is a vineyard. Why are you treating it like a dumping ground? Why are you treating it like a trash bag? It's like garbage in, garbage out. You allow anything. Everything is funny. You take it, you're watching it, you're forwarding it, you're throwing popcorn in your mouth as you're doing it. It's like you're just having, but the Lord is saying, no, you have to be intentional about the gates of your life. So make this prayer this morning. If you are ready to live in this life of consecration, it starts with the gates of your life. What you permit is what can have access into your heart. And that's what can defile you. I want you to pray this morning and say, Father, I make a covenant with the gates of my life this morning. My eye gates, my ear gates, Lord, uh, my nose gates, my mouth gates, Lord. Father, every gate of my life, Lord, I make a covenant with you this morning, Lord, that I will not behold any unclean thing, whatever that whatever represents uncleanliness, because you see the mark of the one that can ascend the holy hill of the Lord is the one that has clean hands and a pure heart. So purity and cleanliness, according to the standard of the spirit, it starts with the garden of your gates. Father, in the name of Jesus, help me this morning. Holy Spirit, help me, O oh God. Even for things that may be hard for me, my God, 
these are the hard battles, Lord. These are the battles that are the hardest to fight, Lord, to be able to turn my eyes away from the things, Lord, that my flesh may lost after. But Lord, this morning, as I make this covenant with you, Lord, I open up my heart and I open up my mind to your counsel, Lord, to your advice, oh God, and to your word concerning how to overcome these things, knowing now, Lord, that your counsel releases might. Father, I make this covenant and I make this prayer in understanding. I hope you are praying this morning. That I will permit into my life in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, cause me moment by moment to be reminded, Lord, that my body, oh God, and my life is your temple, oh God. My life is a sacred place, oh God. My heart and my soul, Lord, is the garden, oh God, of interaction, Lord, for you, my God, spirit to spirit, Lord. I will not allow any garbage. I will not allow anything that will defile me. I will not allow anything that will reduce me, oh God, in the name of Jesus, even though the world may see it as jokes and as witty things, Lord, my Lord and my God, help me to place these things on the scale of eternity, on the scale of purity, on the scale of the blood of Jesus, my God, help me to make godly decisions, Father, in the name of Jesus, by reason of this covenant, oh God, I pray, Lord, that my lineage, and my family line, Lord, will be beneficiaries of this covenant of purity and this covenant of sanctification in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, this morning, I partner with you. I partner with your spirit, Lord, to overcome, Lord, the loss of the flesh, the loss of the eyes, and the pride of life in the name of Jesus. Have your way, O oh God, and let your name be glorified in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You see, just as Jesus is the way and the truth and the life, um, and the, the, the thing is, Jesus is our pattern and he's our blueprint. So, um, like we were praying and we said, um, we know the thoughts that God things towards us, thoughts of good and not of evil, to give us a future and a hope. That means if God can have thoughts of good and not of evil, we should be mirroring the same thoughts. And if Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, where does that way, truth, and life lead to? It leads to the Father. It leads to the Father. It leads to the King of Kings. So we should also ask ourselves, my life, what is it leading to? You know, um, these are the things that make you a powerful person. What is your life leading to? What does your life speak of? If we get five people in your close circle now and tell and ask them, tell us something about Stephanie or tell us something about Emeka or tell us something about um, Sylvia, what are they going to say? You know, are you leading people to life? Are you leading people to the Father? Are you leaving, leading people on an eternal path? Or what exactly are you leading them to? Because every voice is distinct. You cannot be in between. There's no middle ground in spirituality. There's no middle ground in our walk of faith. There's no middle ground. So it's either you are on the Lord's side or you're for another kingdom, you know? So we must be very conscious of that. And I want us to make that prayer, make this prayer and say, Father, because the path of 
of the justice as a shining light that shines brighter and brighter. My life is not permitted to remain on the same spot that it was. My life is not permitted to be stagnated. My life is not even permitted to go back whether it's one step or half a step. This morning, my Lord, I pray that as your light comes into my life, Lord, I will make progress. I will make progress in my walk with you. I will make progress as a path to life. As I go closer to you, as I draw nearer to you, let my life, Lord, let it be that magnet that pulls people to the throne of the Father. In the name of Jesus, pray for yourself this morning. Lift up your voice and pray. Yes, Lord, let it shine brighter and brighter and brighter until Christ is formed in us. Our Lord and our King, let our lives lead to Christ Jesus. Let our words lead to Christ Jesus. Let our thoughts lead to Christ us, Lord. Let the meditations of our hearts lead to Christ Jesus, oh God. Let everything that we do lead to Christ Jesus, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, this morning, we do not allow or permit any form of stagnation, anything that keeps us stuck in our ways, oh God. My Lord and my King, we pray that you will cause us to progress and advance in our work with you. In the name of Jesus, anything that makes us stay still in our tracks, oh God, whether it is the fear that cripples us, oh God, or ignorance for lack of knowledge, anything that wants to consume us and steal our inheritance from us and try to shield or dim our light. Father, this morning in the name of Jesus, we pray Pray for a breakthrough, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Liberty, oh God, and liberation meets us this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, direct contact with your light. Direct contact with your light. Your light is direct. It is us that may waver. It is us that may turn to the left or right. But this morning, Father, we lift our heads to you. We lift our postures onto you, oh God. And we say, Father, let your light hit our lives, oh God. Let your light minister that to us, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your light contact our hearts. Let it contact our very beings, oh God, and let it cause more light to come forth from us. Let it pull us closer to your throne, to your presence, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. We receive your light, Lord. We receive direction, oh God. We receive direction, direction, Lord, direction to you, not direction to our selfish ambitions, oh God, not directions to our own desires, because in you, Father, is where we live, move, and have our being. So even the things that we think that we want, even the ambitions that we think we are setting for ourselves, they already exist in you. And so this morning, we take another step closer in you. If you... If you can, where you are, I want you to stand up. I can't stand because of the camera, but I want you to stand up and take that step and make that bold declaration by faith and say, Father, this morning, I take another step in uh, towards you. I take another step towards you, Lord. I will no longer move back. I will no longer go in repeated patterns, oh God, because your light comes, oh God, and it shines on darkness and darkness cannot comprehend therefore stagnation will not comprehend oh god therefore confusion will not comprehend oh god and they will not prevail in the name of jesus 
Father, I pray that the gates of my heart and the gates of my life will be open unto you and will receive and accept your light, O God, in the name of Jesus. As I make these words, O God, I speak over my heart. And as I speak these words over my heart, Lord, my feet move closer to you physically and spiritually, my God, in the name of Jesus. Let your name be glorified and indeed let your kingdom reign and let it rule and let it be established over my heart, oh God, over my life, oh God, over my soul, oh God, and over my body in the name of Jesus. Amen. You see, as we were praying, I just started to think about the prophets of Baal and all of these people that they call medicine men or, you know, how they take sharp knives and instruments and they cut themselves and they make holes in their bodies. They are in pain, but it's like it, it, they go through all of these rituals. You look at it and you're just like, uh -uh, why would anybody subject themselves to all of this kind of pain? They have surrendered their hearts and their minds to their gods. They have agreed They've made that covenant already. So the things that you are seeing on the outside is only a, a manifestation of what has already happened on the inside. And what they are saying is, I surrender myself, my mind, my soul, my spirit, and my body as a temple, however you want to. And you see, the thing about gates is that there are portals and entry points. So there are different things that, I, like I said, that are gates. Even your body, you can dedicates your body eh, to the point that it becomes a gate in itself. Your body now becomes the place of interface between realms. And that is what the people of the occultic um, um, kingdom, they leverage on that a lot because they understand the importance of gates. Otherwise, why else would a man subject himself to cutting himself and doing you know, all kinds of things? Let me talk about yoga. Because you see, the thing about yoga is that hey, the Lord had to open my eyes and show me that you see this yoga thing and all the plans that I had to become a yoga teacher. The Lord had to reveal it to me in a dream that it is not the will of God. In fact, it is very demonic and it is a blood-sucking kingdom. The thing about it, and people will say, oh, it's not a big deal. They are doing sun salutations. They are talking all kinds of, of things that are happening there. And they say, oh, it's nothing. It's just exercise and all of that. But the thing about it is, it is a physical manifestation of the posture of your heart. So they will tell you it is a sun salutation and it is a stretch you need for this and that. It's because they are trying to condition your mind to get you to be making salutations to a God or to certain gods that are not the King of Kings or the Lord of Lords. Posture, very important. So people will say, oh, why is it that when you pray, you have to do like this? Not to say that this is where the power is, but this is a posture. Even when they say, oh, when you are giving thanks, why do you have to lift up your hands? When people lift up their hands spontaneously, it is an expression of the lifting up of the gates of their hearts. So you see, it's not a physical thing. It is a spiritual thing. It is posture. It's a posture starts in the mind. Posture starts with the spirit. I pray that the Lord will liberate us off of any kind of demonic posture, whether it be physical, whether it be spiritual, any kind of posture that the systems of this world have 
try to indoctrinate us with. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will receive light. And just like I did that day on my bed, I was sleeping and the Lord opened my eyes to see it in a dream. I pray that the Lord will open your eyes and he will give you your revelation of the things that you need to break free from in the name of Jesus. The thing about postures and the things, these things are even soul ties. So for me, for someone like me, I found myself, every time people try to tell me, oh, you should get out of this practice, blah, blah, blah. I, it didn't make sense to me, you know, cause I'm like, but I didn't do anything. I'm only exercising, blah, blah, blah. And I was seeing the health benefits, you know, but it took the Lord revealing it to me. And the very, I've shared this with a few people before. The very next day I was having a conversation with someone that I really respect, a minister, you know, and out of nowhere, in fact, I had, this was the first or second conversation I was having with them. And immediately she starts talking about that same thing, you know, and I'm just like, why is this thing following me now? I had a dream about it last night. Now I'm having this conversation, you know, and by the time she was done saying everything she said, she wasn't even telling me the Lord said anything. She it just came up in conversation and she started talking about it. And I knew that it was something that she picked up in the spirit. And so I said, okay, for me, this has been my experience. What is it that, um, I've never engaged in anything, you know, I don't know that I'm consciously engaging in any ritual or anything occultic. So what exactly, why can it not be separated from, or why is it even so hard for me to let go of this thing? And she said, the thing about it is there are certain things that are soul ties that we do not realize. Soul tie is not just when you are dating someone and you're sleeping with the person outside of marriage. Soul ties can happen from conversations. You can, your, your, soul, your soul can be tied to a place. Example, Lot's wife, she had a soul tie with Sodom and Gomorrah. Your, your soul can be tied to a business. Your soul can be tied to a thing. It doesn't always have to be a person. And your soul can be tied to money. It can be tied to entertainment. It can be any kind of thing. And once the thing about soul ties is you have to be the one to to, to break that tie by the help of the Holy Spirit. You have to be the one to use your mouth to denounce it. You have to be the one by revelation to arrive at the point where you say, no more, I choose. Remember, exousia, power to choose. You can get to that point where you choose because the truth is nothing can have power over you. Nothing, nothing can have power over you. Remember that he has given us the power he has given us the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and nothing shall by any means harm us. Nothing over all their power and over all their authority. This morning, and just begin to denounce any kind of soul tie. In fact, I want you to begin by making the prayer that the Lord will open your eyes to see any place that you have, your soul has to whether it was by your ignorance you see this thing about ignorance very very tricky we've prayed against the spirit of ignorance but maybe ignorance has given birth to many children and made laid many eggs in our lives i'm sorry please mute your mic mute your thank you maybe ignorance has gone to lay many eggs in the different areas and different nests in our lives I want you to pray this morning and say, Father, open my eyes to see the areas and the places, Lord, where I have agreed or I have succumbed to the conditioning of this world or I have allowed certain things to take up space in my life that they shouldn't have. And it has led me to tie 
and engage my soul in places, Lord, that have held me bound. Any soul tie, oh God, that is not of you, any contrary soul connection, my God, whether it is with a person, whether it's with a place, whether it's with a location, whether it's with a habit, whether it's with an exercise, anything that it may be mirroring itself with, the spirit behind it that is causing my soul to be tied to it, that is not allowing me break free, that is not allowing me see beyond it, that is making me make excuses for it. This morning, my God, remember light as the gates of my heart are open to the light that comes from the mountain of Zion. Father, let your light break off those ties. Let your light break off that hold, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Baba, I pray that my eyes will see, oh God. Father, the next time I hear that word, Lord, the ones that you are highlighting to me of the things, Lord, that are holding my soul bound, my Lord and my God, let there be a witness in my spirit. Convict me, oh God. We have prayed and we've said, Father, sentence me to a life of faith, Lord. Let me be marked by your conviction. And Lord, this morning we ask, Lord, that your conviction will show up for us, oh God, and it will speak to us, Lord, in the places, Lord, where men cannot reach. In the name of Jesus, if there be anything that I have been sitting on, that I have been agreeing to, that I have been giving myself to, whether it has been for days or for months or for weeks or for years or for decades, my God, my Lord and my King, I ask, Lord, that as your word enters, the entrance of your word, it brings light, my Father. Let that light, Lord, give me understanding and break me free from any kind of simplicity and stupidity, oh God, in the name of Jesus, any form of ignorance, oh God, Father, I receive my breakthrough this morning in the name of Jesus. No more will I make excuses, Lord, for the things that do not glorify you. No more will I make excuses, Lord, for the habits that do not glorify you. You see, as we're praying, what I'm seeing, it looks like, it looks like the brain, the, the, the brain of a person. And I believe what the Lord is saying is that he is reconditioning your mind. He is reconditioning your thoughts, starting with your brain, starting with the way that you analyze things. He's reconditioning things. The Lord is saying he's giving you a new brain, a new way to see, a new way to understand, a new way to to engage with him in the name of Jesus. Father, any form of dung that may be hanging around or clogging my mind and my brain. Father, this morning, I, I, in fact, I don't even ask for it to be broken out of my life. Father, I receive a replacement, with replacement, oh God, of cells, a replacement of thoughts, oh God, a replacement of a brain, oh God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Give me a new mind, give me a new heart, oh God, in the name of Jesus that will help me, Father, even in this journey. One, Lord, that has been conditioned and wired, Lord, to believe you, to receive from you, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. One that has been wired, Lord, in consecration unto you, O God, in the name of Jesus. One that has been wired, Lord, to be jealous for you, my God, in the name of Jesus. One that has been wired, Lord, not to be able to read the signals of this world, my God, but Father, only receive and react to the signals that come from your throne, that come from your presence, Father, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, deliverance from any kind of bondage, every kind of soul tie, every kind of captivity, in Jesus' precious name. In Jesus' name. I see it. I see it so clearly. And I know that the Lord has delivered us this morning. So what you're going to do when you leave here, you're going to sit down. In fact, at this point, I think everybody should have a prayer in journal. You're going to sit down and you're going to Listen to what the spirit is saying to you and all the things he's telling you to take note of. And you're going to write them down. The things he's going to be released. Listen, 
he's going to be telling you things that even you just be like, wow, I never knew. As he tells you, do not harden your hearts. Don't try to make excuses for them. Even if it's the one that you're overdoing it, guess what? He has the power to correct you. Whether it should be on the list or not, write them down. If you cannot identify them, maybe it's you can express them. Express yourself, write it down, write it down, write it down. And I feel like what the Holy Spirit is saying is, when we write them down, when we write down those words, what he's going to do is he's going to take them and he's going to burn them. He's going to burn those words. Um, he's going to burn. In fact, I would even say go ahead and burn it. Once you finish writing it, go and burn it and make that declaration and say, Lord, I denounce every other government and I denounce every kind of tie that is not a tie between me and the Father. Any tie, any kind of tie, Lord. I break myself free from it today in the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to believe that deliverance has come for you today. Deliverance has, has come for you today by reason of this confession and this revelation that God has given to us. Deliverance has come for you. Amen. Yes. Amen, Elora. In Jesus' name. Amen. We are set free. Who the Son of God has made free is free indeed. So we have to walk with him to walk out that freedom. We have to stay with him and follow him. And we must walk in obedience. There was something, a quote I saw yesterday by Pastor Busola, um, that obedience is the completion of our prayers. Maybe not in those words, but basically all these things we are praying for and we are asking the Lord and we are saying this and we are saying that obedience is where it ends. If at the end of the day you have prayed, you have cried, and you said, God, I want this, I want that, I want this, and the Lord says, this is what you should do. Are you going to obey? Because within your obedience is locked your promise, is locked your inheritance, is locked the answer to your prayers. So it may look like a crazy thing. Some people may be saying, oh, me, I'm looking for this, I'm looking for that. Why are they telling me to go and write consecrations on paper and burn it? What kind of nonsense is that? This one, that one, blah, blah, blah. But tomorrow they tell you to go and burn sage and throw it around your house. You will burn the sage and you put it around your house and you tell yourself it's vibes. Then you will make video. <laughs> Let's be guided in Jesus name so there are certain things that we may be doing and it may seem like oh but it does not add up it is not for you to try to add it up it is for you to obey it is for you to obey may the Lord give us understanding in Jesus name amen um I'm just going to go quickly because our time is almost gone um so we've prayed that our lives will be a path um of light um, that will keep shine, shining and shining and point people to Christ um, and that the light of our lives will never dim. Uh, if the Bible says that your path is, as a just person, your path should shine brighter and brighter, it means that you cannot even stay in the same place. The Bible didn't say, it didn't say bright and bright, <laughs> you know, or brighter and bright. It's brighter and brighter. So more and more each day. It's a constant journey. It's a process. You know, there's this thing that I remember one of the first things I ever heard Pastor Isi say. She said, destiny is not a destination, but it is the sum total of the daily decisions that you make. So it is a daily walking. It is a daily shining. It is a daily journey. It is a daily carrying of the cross. It's a daily, like you have to keep going every day. You just have to keep going. You have to keep going. I pray that this morning, the Lord will release by his grace he will release stamina over us to keep going to keep pressing to stay to journey to go through the process even in the day that we may be tired even in the day that we have done all that we can to stand we will find the strength to stand in the mighty name of jesus amen amen so 
another thing about gates is it's interesting that the root word for gates it literally means to think and that is why in that scripture in um, Psalm 24, it says, lift up your heads, O ye gates. So it, it's like the gates, it's, and you see, it's, in, it's also interesting that we've been talking about the mind and we've been talking about the brain, you know, and God is saying he's giving us new minds and new brains. It's because the gates of our lives begins with our minds. It begins with our brains. You know, um, it's in our ability to think. The Bible tells us in John chapter 3, verse 31, that the one who comes from above is above all and um the one who is from the earth belongs to the earth and speaks as one from the earth the one who comes from heaven is above all so that's why we must be spiritually minded that is why our eyes must be fixed on jesus as all time at, at all times if we must be people of influence and we must be people of power and we want to have the, you know, um, exercise the delegated authority of God, you cannot keep your eyes on the ground and be ruling from heaven. It's not possible. It starts with your mind, your eyes, your gates must be lifted up. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Speak to your mind this morning. Speak to your mind this morning and say, my mind is lifted up. The gates of my mind are lifted up. I know we made that prayer already, but now I want you to consciously speak to the gates of your to the speak to the head of your gates and say the head of my gates are lifted up they are lifted up to the lord of lords they are lifted up to zion my eyes look unto you my eyes acknowledge you my eyes are stayed on you oh god in the name of jesus i will never look away from you i will never lose my gaze i will never lose my sight father your spirit will continue to help me father to keep my gaze on you in the name of jesus amen and then um another thing about gates when you talk about a gate like we said the gates are entry points into cities or places or lives you know as it were nations you name it um there are certain places you want to go to and they'll tell you oh sorry we can't let you in you need to have like a security code you know they will screen you there are certain places that are actually called gated communities so i don't even know if they will even allow maybe a visitor or whatever like the security system there very very strong so for every gate there is a key and there is a gatekeeper you hear that word gatekeeper is what we call like maybe godfathers you know in different areas and different aspects, there are um, generational gatekeepers, there are spiritual gatekeepers, there are occupational gatekeepers, there are governmental gatekeepers. The governmental gatekeepers are the ones that make policies, you know, they make um, um, protocols, they're the ones that decide what should happen um, in a nation, in a territory, in a place. Remember that the throne of every king is upheld and established upon an altar. And this is why we must not joke with our priesthood. So the kings and the gatekeepers of places, of systems, of nations, of territories, um, they are informed by, um, their decisions are informed by the altar that they are servicing. There is no king or there's no authority that exists, whether on earth or in the heavens, um, that is outside the that is outside the authority of a more superior king, you know? So, um, like I said, we must not joke with our priesthood. Examples of gates, another thing about gates rather, um, gates represents the gathering of people, you know, um, as usual. I looked at the root meaning of the word gates. I can't call all the names because they are Hebrew words and all of that. I don't want to, you know, insult or <laughs> destroy the words, but um, what it means, 
um, one of the meanings talks about representing the gathering of people. So it shows you that the actions and decisions of gatekeepers represent not just themselves, but those that are around them, those that are inside them, and those that are following after them. So you see, the question is, I mean, or rather, like we said, for you to be able to access a gate physically, you must first have accessed it spiritually. That scripture that says that you cannot try to um, um, enter a house without you, you have to go through the man at the gates. You have to first bind the strong man, you know, before you can take before you can take on the house, before you can take on the, the, the things in the house, you know, before you can even gain access. And so many times people fall short for whatever reasons. In some families, you see that they've never been able to go past a certain threshold or a certain level, whether it's in marriages, whether it's in businesses, whether it's in relationships, whether it could be anything. And it's like, what's going on? It's because there is a strong man and there's a gatekeeper that is sitting there that has said, not just these ones, but their generations and the ones to come. But this morning, I want us to know that the most superior gatekeeper is Jesus Christ, the King of Kings. In fact, there's a scripture in um, the book of Revelation, um, I think 21, that talks about the key of David. He's referred to as the one that holds the key of David. So Jesus Christ is the one that possesses the key of all keys. Nevertheless, there are certain doors that Jesus would say, this one has to be closed. So this morning, in the name of Jesus, we pray, Father, we pray, Father, that every door, every door that needs to be opened unto us in the next season of our lives, of our ministries, of our families, of our businesses, of our nation, of any and everything that concerns us, Lord. We pray, Father, because we are in the one that is the possessor of the key that unlocks every door. Our Father and our God, we ask, Lord, that these doors will be opened unto us in the name of Jesus. This door will be opened. These doors will be opened unto us. The Bible tells us that I have opened the great door and effectual before you, but behold, there are many adversaries. Father, you are the mighty man in battle. The scripture rightly tells us that who is this king of kings? And he says, he is the one who is strong in battle. He is strong and mighty. He is the Lord mighty in battle. Father, every adversary that needs to be dealt with this morning, by reason, oh God, of who you are and the authority that you have, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you will bind every strong man in the name of Jesus, my Lord and my King, every adversary that stands in the way that does not allow us to enter in and possess and take on the spoil, oh God, and take on our inheritances, everything that has stood in the way, Lord, has stayed as a boundary in our families, oh God, and has said this one will not prosper in business. These ones will not live past a certain point. These ones will not get married until a certain time. These ones will never have children. These ones will never have clarity or direction. These ones will always be bound at the table of men and always be servants settling for crumbs. Father, in the name of Jesus, we reject every evil report, Lord, and we start it, oh God, by the gates, oh God, of the spirit, Lord. We start it, oh God, by taking up the key of the David, that is in your hands, Lord. And we declare, Lord, that everything that belongs to us is unlocked to us this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. And now we speak to every evil door, every evil door 
that has been opened, oh God, or any door, Lord, that has been opened to us before its time for whatever reason, Lord, and has abused access, oh God, or has abused the season that we are in. Our Lord and our King, this morning we pray that you will shut every door that needs to be shut, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Any door, Lord, that the process of our life has not arrived at, Lord, but has been opened unto us, Lord. Our Lord and our King, we pray that by your mercy, by your grace, and by your strength, you will cause those doors to be shut. You will cause them to remain shut, my God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray, oh God, because we carry the spirit of the ancient one inside of us. Our Lord and our King, we pray that every ancient door will be lifted, lifted, us, lifted up before us this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, you are the one that possesses the heavens, the earth. Lord, your word says that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell in it, the whole cosmic world, Lord, the universe, Lord, and everything embedded in it, and even eternity belongs to you. Father, in the name of Jesus, because we are locked in you and you are the key that unlocks all things, everything that is being that needs to be locked, unlocked, Father, relocked, oh God, any kind of opening or closing that needs to happen this morning, Father, in the name of Jesus, we declare, Lord, that so shall it be. In the name of Jesus, we take our authority, O God. We take our directive, O God, from the realm of the Spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus, we declare victory, O God, by reason of our positioning, O God, at the right hand side in Christ Jesus, by reason of the power of God that is at work in us, by reason of the pleasure of God that is released over us, my God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we take back, oh God, everything that has been stolen from us. Father, thank you for restoration. Yes, Lord, thank you for restoration. And Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray this morning that power will change hands. Oh, my Lord and my God, that power will change hands. Oh, who are those ones that have commanded a thing when the Lord God has not called it to? Who are those people that have sat at the gates, Lord, and have cast lots, Lord, and have said and dictated the limits and the boundaries, oh God, or the journeys of our lives? Our Lord and our King, this morning we pray that you will cause their lives, oh God, and cause their foundations to shake this morning, Lord. You will uproot them, Lord, from every office that you did not place them in. In the mighty name of Jesus, my Lord and my God, we pray that you would even begin to assign new elders and gatekeepers, oh God, over our lives, over our businesses, oh God. You will cause us, Lord, indeed to be gatekeepers. You will cause us, Lord, indeed to be the ones that possess the gates. You will cause us, Lord, to be the ones that speak for generations, Lord, just the way Haman had an evil agenda and he wanted to become a gatekeeper, oh God, and a policymaker. But Lord Jesus, by reason of the fasting, by reason of the prayers, and by reason of your divine mercy and your divine rule, Lord, you turned it around and you instituted a man of righteousness. Father, let the Mordecai's arise for us this morning. Make Mordecai Kai's out of us this morning. Cause the Esthers to arise for us, oh God. Cause the Debras to arise for us, oh God. In the day, Lord, where there is darkness, oh God. In the day, Lord, where light has ceased, cause men to arise that will go to battle, Lord, and will shake the gates of hell that they will not prevail. They will not prevail, oh God, in the name of Jesus. They will not prevail against the authority of your ecclesia. In the mighty name of Jesus, they will not prevail in any way, shape, or form. Father, we pray this morning, Lord, that you would even cause godly influencers to arise, oh God, in our 
in our culture, oh God, Father, in, in, in the marketplace, my God. Father, we pray that in any way, and indeed the enemy has done a thorough work in sowing that seed of deception and darkness in the culture of today's generation. But Father, in the name of Jesus, you can, you, you can raise up a man. You can raise up men. You have been recruiting, Lord, and you have been training your men, Lord, in the place of the Spirit. Baba, we pray that in this day they will arise. Our eyes will begin to see godly influencers. You will make godly influencers out of us, oh God. My Lord and my God, just like Christ said, if you need a man, Lord, anywhere you need me to go, Lord, send me. This morning, Lord, we give and we surrender ourselves to the recruitment, Lord, of the needs of heaven. Lord, if you need an influencer in Japan, send me. Father, if you need an influencer in Africa, send me. If you need a man to arise in America or in Asia, Lord, send me. If you need righteous men to arise, oh God, in Europe, send me. My Lord and my God, I pray that you will call Lord, you will cause us indeed to arise in righteousness, my God. We would no longer keep sitting back, Lord, and watching, Lord, the evil plundering, Lord, that is happening because they have come for the fathers, Lord, and they may be trying to come for us, and maybe they've succeeded, but they will stop there. Maybe they will, we know, Lord, that they will come for our children, and Father, we say no more, not on our watch, oh God. We arise today in your strength, in your power, and in your might, in the mighty name of Jesus. We arise, oh God. We arise, Father, in the name of Jesus. While I was preparing for this meeting, the Lord kept highlighting to me, elders, elders, elders. Another thing, interestingly, before I forget about um, gates and gatekeepers is that it speaks of the marketplace. Like I said, it's not just a, the gates that we see are just a tiny expression of what gates really represent. So it speaks about the marketplace. What is the marketplace? The place where exchange happens, the place where people go to do business, the place where people set, buy and sell, the place where people bring their ideas, the place where people interact, the marketplace, gates. I pray that in this morning, by reason of the righteous gatekeepers that the Lord is causing to arise in this time and in this generation, it will change the narrative. It will change the conversations. It will change the culture. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that the Lord will raise us up in boldness, in courage, in might, and in strength to be able to do exploits for the kingdom. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we pray, O oh God, that there will be representatives of Zion at the gates. You would cause new elders to arise at the gates. You will cause new elders to arise at the gates in the name of Jesus. What makes you an elder is not the number of years that you have lived. What makes you an elder is not the many experiences you've had. The world will tell you experience is the best teacher. It is a lie. It is the spirit of God that teaches a man, that prepares a man, that equips a man. What makes you an elder is that you have taken yourself through the processes of God. You have allowed the process of God to go through your life. You have allowed the spirit of God to do his work in you. And so, Father, this morning we pray that any process that may have been stopped, Lord, or at a time, Lord, where it shouldn't have been, Lord, I ask and pray, Father, that you will cause those processes 
to pick up again, Lord. You will pick up those processes for us by your spirit. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, if you are going to be an elder and a representative, you go beyond being the one that sits at the gate. You then become the gate. Through you, people find their destinies. People encounter you and their destinies and their lives and their lineages are restored. Those are the people that the Lord is asking us to be. The Lord is not saying that we should be the keepers of the gates of the city. He said, we are the city set on the hill. We are the righteous city. We are the ones that people meet and encounter and their lives are changed forever. Just like Jesus Christ, when he sat with the woman at the well, it only took a conversation and it changed her life. This was a woman that was known for prom promiscuity. But after one seemingly simple conversation with Jesus, she became the biggest evangelist of her time. Talk about influencing. So your influence is not about social media. It's not about the megabytes you have on your phone. It's not about any of those things. How do you think they did it back then? How do you think they were able to call for Daniel in the day when the Kinezah's son needed him? How do you think they were able to do these things? Influence has a voice. It has a voice that is higher than any media voice. It has a voice that is higher than any media space. It has a voice that is higher than any other voice influence and it is the influence that comes from the spirit of god i pray that this morning the lord will cause us to be people of process people of process you may have all the potential you may have all the potential in the world but you see a child a a a, a prince is no different from a servant as a hair is not different from a servant as long as he remains a child. All you may have is potential, but if you don't give yourself to the processes of God and the processes of his spirit, you cannot liberate anybody. You cannot represent heaven. You cannot rebuild the old ruined places. And that is where the Lord is taking us to. You see, in this season where the Lord is causing us to arise and is also telling us it is time to go. And at the same time, he's telling us that there is work to be done. I sense that what is happening is a quickening. And that's why this month of May, we cannot joke with it. If you need to be held accountable to do the things that you know that the Lord is asking you to do, please, by all means, cry out for help. Find people that you can be accountable to. But whatever you do, make sure you give yourself to the processes of God. You do not want to arrive at the end of this month or at the end of this season and you will look back and realize that another cycle of grace has come, had come and you just like the man that was sitting by the river, you were looking while the angel was stirring the waters. The Lord is saying, jump in. Allow him to do a quick and complete work in you. And Father, in the name of Jesus, we give ourselves to your processes. We bow and surrender to your processes, oh God. We ask, oh God, that any way we may have tried to escape process or run away from your refining, oh God. Father, this morning, we give ourselves back to it. We know that refining, the process of refining is never sweet. We know that the process of refining is never exciting to the flesh, but it is required, oh God, for destiny. Our Lord and our God, make us people that think in the capacity of destiny and not in the wants and the desires of today in the mighty name of Jesus. Deliver us, oh God, from the mind of instant gratification, oh God, on every and any level, Lord. Instant gratification, Lord. Deliver us from that mindset and that mentality, Father, in the name of Jesus. Cause us to begin to see, oh God, the way that you see, because you are the ancient of days. You are the one that carries eternity in your bosom. Our Lord and our God, help us to begin to see with the lens of 
of eternity, O oh God, and see from the place that is ancient, O oh God, not the one of this world, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, your word says that they that come from above, uh, above all, Father, we ask, Lord, that even as we look to you, let our counsel, Lord, let our advice, let our instructions come from above, because that is the only way we can rule and reign and establish your kingdom on earth. Let it be so, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Praise God. Is anybody still here? Amen. God bless you. Praise God. This scripture ends by talking about, um, and maybe we'll share that tomorrow because that is what is going to lead us into the prayers for children, um, the children of influence prayers, which continues immediately after prayer on the 15th. Um, it talks about the blessed ones and it is their children that will possess the gates. You know, so we see that nothing starts and ends with us. The reason why we are here is because of the decisions that someone made or did not make. Think about it. So you are the continuation of a story. You are the continuation of a generation. If you have arrived at this place and you have come to the consciousness that your decisions will determine the destiny of another, you also have the choice. You know, you can make the choice and say, from here going forth, from my generation, it shall be said that as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. I pray that indeed the Lord will cause us to be people that serve him, not just in word, but in conduct, in thoughts, in, in, in character, and in everything that we do. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen.